0: get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns q u i n c e.com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash goals i know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios i used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted salted wonderful pistachios in the cart when i was grocery shopping growing up to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. If you love listening to Girls With Goals and other podcasts like ours, and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you would need or want in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts Anne Catherine and Caroline. We are at home, which is the perfect space to talk about this week's topic, which is going to be taking breaks to avoid burnout. Yeah, this topic was definitely inspired by the fact that we were coming (laughs) home this weekend and it just feels like very prevalent to how we're feeling right now. Yeah. A little Um, bit of a backstory. Our dad has been living in Singapore for the past three months now. And so we literally haven't seen him in three months. He got home a two, couple days ago. Two days ago. Two days ago. And so he flew into the Boston airport. We saw him for breakfast when he was there in Boston. Our mom came in. It was a whole family reunion, They big <laughs> <gathering> <laughs> For like an hour. For like an hour before they drove home. We finished up our school day Friday. And then Saturday afternoon, we got on a bus and we came home. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. And I'm loving it. Honestly, like this was so. So what? <laughs> what are you thinking? It's just been nice to be home and like have space and time to myself. I don't in know. In college, like... you just genuinely do not have space. It doesn't. Yeah, nothing. Kind of feels and there's like nothing it's nothing you can do to remedy that. Honestly, I mean, even there, and Catherine and I are literally roommates. We share a room. Shut up! I don't want to talk. Like we. I don't want to talk about in it. Beds across from each other, and at home, it's it's nice because you like. You more so choose when you want to be around a person. Like you have somewhere to go, like your room. Like we have literally, no that's time to just to your own. Other. So very nice. We are both in Catherine's room right now. It seems Guys, to this be is where we started the it podcast. It seems to be the designated recording podcast studio, studio in our house. when we come home. <laughs> but the thing is, I always have this vision of like recording the podcast in bed or on a couch. Like, yeah, I don't know why she sitting wants to down, do that. being really comfortable. Because it's just like, no, I hate that. Because it it feels less formal to me. It feels like if I'm just like having a conversation and letting the words come out of me, like to be sitting on a bed or a couch and just be like really comfortable. I'm sitting in a chair right now at my desk, like one leg up. I'm like leaning over the desk. Yes. I'm super comfortable. You're also comfortable. It's really funny that I'm sitting on a bed right now, and in Cabin's mic cord is stretched <laughs> all the way across the room so that she could be sitting at her desk because we just have um, different visions about how we want to be seated while we record. <laughs> anyway, Stanley's also here with us right now. He's right on the bed with me. He's cuddling with me, and he's wearing a Christmas stop. He's sweater. He's wearing a Christmas sweater because he got, he got his haircut yesterday, and I went to pick him up And oh my god. Kid is absolutely naked. <laughs> this is what happens, Stanley. He's a wheat terrier, so he's hypoallergenic. Stanley's our dog for anyone. That's, yeah, for anyone who's new here, <laughs> he's Stanley's naked. our dog. He's our dog. He's hypoallergenic, so he has hair, not fur, and so it'll just it'll just grow forever. And so sometimes he's a real fluff ball, but then sometimes they shave him, and he's like such short hair. And so it's that's where he's at like, right now. It's almost like two different dogs because. I swear his personality literally changes. Like when he's a shaved Stanley, well, he's he gets like, scared and all he, skittish He's almost right like now. a little bit Im- embarrassed. He's like embarrassed. It makes him a little like, skittish and stuff. So we put a Christmas sweater on him to, you know, kind of cover him up, give him a little bit of respect, decency, whatever you want to call it. So, but it's adorable. We've had this sweater for like two years. He used to hate it. I'm I surprised it. he's even letting it be on him, but he seems to be enjoying it. No, he's super cuddly right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's the best. All right, what went down this week though? I think it was a pretty good week, actually. I actually did have a really good week. All right, so if you guys remember, my goal from last week was to make myself a little bit more of a priority and to do some more things for myself because for a couple weeks there, I was not doing that and it was really getting to me. So, made that a priority this week and I think it really helped that a couple of my classes were actually canceled this week, so I got more time available so that I can, you know, go for a walk or listen to listen to a podcast, stuff like that and it was just really helpful and gave me a little bit more just like life back in my life. Does that make sense? Instead of just being a robot, like I got outside a lot, I got to like see a couple more people and I don't know, just really beneficial even though it wasn't like a major change. Like I felt so good this week compared to The last couple weeks. That's really good. Sounds good. I I think there there are honestly, the more I'm thinking about it, there's like a lot of things to be grateful for or happy about this week. Yeah. One, our dad coming home, like we said, we literally, our family hasn't been together in like three months, so. Which I guess like everyone at school. Is like it's it's been a couple months. Yeah, he left like a month before we went to school. Yeah, but he's been living across the world. Yeah, and there's like a twelve hour time difference. And our family's pretty close. Like we're always talking and texting and calling. And so with the time difference and with us literally all being spread across, we just haven't been able to talk as much. So it's nice to all be back together. I'm also grateful for Stanley being right next to me. I'm grateful that he's cuddly. Yeah, he missed us, though. Oh, my God. He missed us. And he's a cute guy. He's so cute. I just posted a picture of him on the Girls with Goals podcast story saying that he was our guest for this week. Also, if you guys aren't following that at Girls with Goals pod, go follow it. Go follow our personal accounts at and Catherine Caneen at Caroline Caneen. You know the drill. It's also down below in the little show notes. Yes. We love to hang out with you there as well. Another thing, and Catherine said that some of her classes were canceled. Some of mine were too, to the point where I literally got a surprise five-day weekend, or almost, kind of, because my Wednesday was really light. My Thursday, I don't have classes anyways, and then on Friday, one of my classes was moved online, one of them was canceled, and so, like, in a sense, I kind of like built myself a five-day weekend. And oh, so I, you know. I feel like mm-hmm. I've had actually a lot of time at this point to take a step back from school. The weeks before were like midterm-ish weeks, On, yeah, and honestly, so they were really, okay, really busy and stressful. I feel like stressful. we talked about this in the last episode, but we were talking to one of our friends that goes to a different school, and he was saying the exact same thing about how maybe like three weeks ago, or two or, or one. two <laughs> for a couple weeks he was absolutely just down astronomical and so were we so we like all of our friends because midterms and everything i think this is like the peak of this semester if you're still in school or just life it was like like a very busy time but i'm feeling so much better and i hope i hope you guys are feeling so much better yeah i definitely got a little bit of a break with that so that was good Oh, also, that's so crazy. You took a break. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, in this in, week's topic, we're taking breaks to avoid burnout. Uh, before we do, what is what's one of your goals for this week? Well... This is embarrassing to say, but my goal I is. I have no idea what she's about to say. It's just the same goal as last week because I didn't do it. No. My goal last week. That's not embarrassing. Guys, well, embarrassment no, it's not embarrassing. is not real. It's a choice. Choose not. To. Embarrassment is not real, as in Catherine's favorite quote. She my says it all the time. Quote. But my goal last week was to buy myself a new journal and start journaling consistently every day again because I was like running out of journal space. And so I stopped doing it. And. I didn't do it. I just never, like, found a store to go get myself a nice journal, and there actually is a store at home that I know, like, has cute, um, like, paper product, things like that, so I'm gonna try to go there, but... I didn't do it but what I did was that a couple days this week I did still journal and I just like used extra pages in notebooks but I wasn't consistent every day and I didn't get myself a nice new journal like I wanted but that's okay you know sometimes we don't do things on the exact timeline that we wanted to or things don't work out exactly how we wanted them to but we just shift our focus and pivot and I will go downtown tomorrow to the store that I'm thinking of and get myself a new journal. I also just thought when I was just talking about kind of changing plans and shifting, this week was so weird for me with workouts because I just slept in every morning, which was so nice for me. And also because I had those like extra days off of school and I didn't really have to get up early on days. I did afternoon workouts almost every single day this week. And I so don't- So did I and I kind of liked it. Yeah, and like I, I feel much more productive during my day when I do a morning workout. Like I do think that my overall- day is consistently better when i do a morning workout but i still really liked the vibe of the afternoon workout and it was nice to sleep in more often so i don't know maybe moving forward i'll work in some more afternoon workout days you know i I don't know that i will not stop talking about i did a night workout i'm talking like i was walking to the gym at 9 p.m that is so late it (laughs) It was so fun though Definitely not like an everyday thing because that is severely past my bedtime. But I think it's the excitement of like something different too, right? So if you're feeling that, like, shut up, totally switch Take a your break, time, switch a it bit. up to avoid burnout. Oh my god, yeah, it makes it new this and That's Exactly what we're about to talk about. All right, let me just get my goal really fast because it's kind of like Caroline's in a in a in little, little bit in, of a little, little, little. Guys, I'm so excited. Um, I posted on my story a while ago. I was working a, little, a while ago, like two days ago. I was working on a secret project. Yeah, that you can literally hear the excitement in her voice because she can't get words out. Right. (laughs) I was working on a secret project and I asked you guys to guess what it was and no one guessed it. But I am making a journal slash planner for you. And I'm so excited. And that's all you're getting now. More details to come. I'm I'm honestly surprised that you already announced that. But let's keep this like within just the podcast squad right now. Like don't share it on Instagram or anything yet. It's too soon. But everyone it's, in wait, this it was secret too club soon to say that. No, they can. They can know everyone in this are like in our podcast circle. Right. They can. know. Guys, top secret information. Guard it with your life. Okay. More to come, but more to come. That's and all. And Captain's good at this stuff. Like, baby, we got thought. Oh, my sin translation. Maybe <laughs> I asked, asked for my too much. much. Too much, baby. love you was not, a masterpiece, the and I tore it all up. And Catherine doesn't know the words, but she was singing it with as much passion as someone who, who did know the who words. Who knows the words? All right. No, the one we've been singing. Um, what is it? Oh, shut and up. it's it's going on TikTok it's right now. It's going on There's it's always the a Taylor Swift song going on TikTok. Oh, please don't, don't be. Please, no, you oh, don't. No, that that please don't, was, that don't, don't was, be in love with someone else. Please don't have somebody, somebody waiting, waiting on you. So yeah. So. <laughs> Do you want to learn a new language, maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages? Maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously, Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, Listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about Rosetta Stone is that Rosetta Stone offers a lifetime membership So you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time girls with goals listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com slash today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and It truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. So let's talk about... ...taking breaks to avoid burnout because... Baby, we're feeling a little bit burnt out And this goes, <laughs> this goes for a lot of different things, a lot of different aspects of life, but I have learned in my life that sometimes when you feel yourself, like, creeping towards a breaking point or, like, starting to get there, sometimes you have to force yourself to to take small breaks... Before you have to, because if you don't force yourself to before, then you're going to hit a point where you literally have to for whatever reason, physical or mental, and you're not going to be able to to get back up after them. So sometimes you have to take small, frequent breaks so that you can actually keep going longer and stronger in the long run and not, you know, hit a point where you just shut down (laughs) and you are literally forced to take the break. So, something I thought about, like, think about school, for example. What if you didn't have regular weekends and you had to go to a high school or whatever every single day for months? Like, you could could probably keep up with it for a little while because you had to, but then by the time where you physically, like, can't take it anymore and you have to take a break, two days wouldn't be enough, Right, right? Like, once you stopped, once you hit that breaking point it's so difficult to be able to get back Catch up and up. go again and it also turns the thing so negative so by taking these more frequent breaks you can consistently recharge reset kind of shift your perspective and then you can get up and go again and you can keep moving forward longer stronger faster whatever it is so there are a lot of ways that this can relate to the gym and one of the most like obvious is rest days so Taking weekly rest days, scheduling them in, programming them into your workout split, allowing your body to recover so it can get ready to just get up and go again and go even stronger and even better. That said, if you have an unplanned day where you feel like you need some rest, being proactive and taking a rest day when you're feeling a lot more tired, more sore, drained whatever it is, if your body needs an extra rest day in addition to the ones that you've planned, go ahead and take it. If you physically feel? If you physically feel like you need it, be proactive about it and then the next day you're going to be ready to go and you're going to get so much more out of that workout than you would had you tried to push yourself through a workout when you mentally or physically were tired. Yeah, and I like that you said being proactive because I think that if you don't schedule in rest days and proactively take them sometimes, then it kind of becomes this game of, like, how long can I go until I physically physically can't anymore? And if you do that, once you hit that point where you have to take a break, I promise you, like, you're not going to be able to take one day off and then bounce back and do it again, because you force yourself to go for, like, I don't know, however long, just, like, go until you couldn't anymore one day is not a long enough break to then bounce back and come back just as strong as you were before, if not stronger like you want to. Whereas if you don't 110% need a break when you take one, you're going to like, you'll still be at 50% and then you'll recharge to 110 versus right. being at zero and only being able to recharge, recharge back up to 50 right. you know? So being proactive and taking those steps back, taking those little breaks will make sure that in the long run, you're actually doing more, making more progress, going longer. I also think about this a lot when it comes around like the holiday season and things like that because people are usually concerned or questioning like, what if I take a few extra days off around the holidays? What if I right. go on a week-long vacation and I don't have access to a gym and all of that? And I totally understand the mental aspect of that where you might be questioning like, oh, what's what's going to happen to my body? What's going to happen to the physical, mental progress that I've made? But those few days, a year is 365 days, right? So this extra week or three days or five days or whatever time you might like be forced to take off is just a fraction of that. And so I always think that if you have that time period where you don't have a choice, like you you don't have access to a gym, you you physically don't have the time because you're like with family 24/7, mm-hmm. then lean into that rest period and allow yourself the space to recharge if you are in that situation. Rather than fighting right. it, fighting that time when you actually have the break and then coming back on the other side and, and you haven't had that opportunity to recharge and you're probably just going to like hit a wall again on the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like we say, when it comes to rest days and time off and things like that, it should, it should never be an excuse, right? We're not saying take five rest days a week every week. Like, you need to have some definition of like what you want and your goals and you need to know when to push yourself just that little bit harder Maybe if it takes you a little bit more to get in the gym, but the other side of that is you need to know when to back off. So it's not maybe not every time. It's not you make, just say oh okay. It's not day. it's not making excuses, but it's making it's sure making you're having excuses, the right balance. And I think you like deep down you know you do know the difference. Yeah, you know if you're having to ask the question, I think you already know the answer. You know I feel like we've gotten a lot of double take questions about how do you know. When you're sore, to take a rest day or push through? I feel like that question comes in all the time. And I can't really answer that for you because I don't know how your body's feeling. I don't know how your mind's feeling. Only you know that. So only you can make that decision for you and you know the answer. So let's talk about how this topic of taking a break to avoid burnout can apply to friends or family or oh people my in your God. life because. Just like you can have too much of a thing, I think that you can also have too much of a person, too much of a person, too much of people. And I think we've all been there when you can start getting annoyed with a person or arguing with them more than you usually do, even if you like them. Or just the little things, maybe the little things that originally you liked about a person start to annoy you. Take a break, take a breather. Just because you've, you've like, had too much of them, right? And it's like, this can happen with friends and with parents and with siblings, where you kind of reach a point where you've been around them for too long without a break. It's just too much, and that's okay, that's normal, it happens, and... Right? It doesn't mean that all of a sudden you hate this person, or all of a sudden you don't want to be friends with them. But just like you can have too much of a thing, you can Mm -hmm. have too much of a person and all it takes is a little bit of a step back, a little bit of space to yourself for a moment to come back and then jump right back into a great relationship, you know? I think I like what you said about it doesn't mean you hate the person. I think that's something that I need to like think a little bit more about. I'm so quick to... Get sick of someone get and then sick like, of hey, someone okay, it's over. And, and get sick of them forever? Does that make sense? Like, not in a... But, like, once your mind goes there... Once my mind goes there, kind like, of... to the extreme. Okay. Obviously not, like, oh, I'm so frustrated with this person, like, one day. But if I'm... If it's maybe, like, a little bit more of a prolonged period of being frustrated and sick of someone, I'm just... That's why I think that it's also really good to have a lot of balance in your friendships and have... A lot of different friends and also like a lot of different types of friends you know like you have your mm-hmm. your core best friends that are always going to be there but to also keep your circle wide enough that you have a lot of other people who you enjoy spending time with because look and Catherine and I are big on keeping your circle small with very like high value people we mm-hmm. don't really like to spread ourselves thin with a lot of people who don't really value us or who we don't really find value in we we like to have right strong, strong relationships right deeper more genuinely supportive friendships friendships and relationships but what i'm saying is at the same time it it's also good to have like enough people in your circle that you don't feel like you're with the same like one or two people Mm -hmm. constantly and you never have a breather you never have a break because or never even have like an opportunity to you know what I mean right because that's when to have a breather have a break because that's when a really good friendship is is gonna like have some negativity creep in because even though it's like a really great relationship There's just a thing of having too much of a person, you know? And sometimes for me, I find that independent time does not cut it if I'm, like, frustrated with a specific person or couple people. What helps in that situation is, yes, just, like, spending time on your own and away from them, but spending time with other different people instead helps, like, clear your your frustration a little bit. And I find that that really helps me when I'm in that situation. If I, like, just separate myself, take a few few days off of hanging out with them and maybe hang out with some different people instead, it's going to prevent me from getting overly sick of specific people. It's very natural and normal, though, to have too much of a person. But I think in the sense of this episode being taking breaks to avoid burnout. It's important to talk about, like, not only, like, kind of what to do if you when find you yourself get to- getting right. annoyed with someone, but how to, to take breaks and make sure you have a balance beforehand so that you avoid that. Because no one wants to get to that point with a sibling or a family member or a best friend where they get really annoyed with them. You, you don't want that. So, by just working more of that independent time into your life, making sure that you have multiple people that you can go to to hang out with, to share things about your life. Maybe people that bring different opinions to the table, some different perspectives, Mm -hmm. you know, having a little bit more of a diverse group of friends where you have different people that you can go to for different things. Where it's not just totally saturated with one type of person. That is so exhausting at times. All right, so maybe we can apply all these same things to nutrition and eating healthy. If you're, I mean, we say this all the time with being strict about food. If you're strict, it's going to backfire on you a little bit. If you don't give yourself at least a little bit of flexibility once in a while, that, like, rigid, healthy, quote-unquote healthy lifestyle If you are too strict about it and don't give yourself any leeway, any flexibility, any flexibility to even if you're out at a restaurant, sometimes it's hard. If you're like at a family dinner, sometimes it's hard to eat the way that you might. The way that you might cook at home. I understand that completely. I'm in that situation every time we go out to dinner. But when you allow yourself flexibility and take away, again, proactively take away the stigma you may have around it and. The rules, the, the rules that you make for the rules yourself, where you the, fail if you don't do right, everything right. Right. The way. positive and negative affiliations. You can keep your core values of what you want to be eating and eating feeling and like. fueling your body with. But when you're not too strict about it, if you have a couple days or a meal or, or a snack that, maybe, a snack doesn't that maybe doesn't fully align, right? Totally fine, and it's not gonna mentally or physically hinder the progress you want to make. And that's again goes back to the being proactive about it. If you if you just work on not and I know it takes so long and it takes a lot of effort and patience to get to this point, but working on allowing yourself to be flexible and allowing yourself to not feel the emotions that come with um, a super strict diet and like eating habits, that's gonna help you in the long run because. I know at least for me, if I've been in a mindset where I'm a little bit strict, when a meal or a snack or something that maybe doesn't fit my rules that I've set for myself, a couple things happen. Either I get super upset and I, like, am too frustrated with myself to continue to, like, eat healthy and stay on the path I've set for myself, and then all my work for, like, a couple days goes away. Or I'll just be like, oh, well, I had one one bad snack. Let's just turn the rest of the day into like bad eating habits. So if instead you don't have all these strict rules but you just have these core values that you want to nourish your body, you want to feel good, you learn enough about nutrition to know the kinds of things that you want to be eating but you don't have like super strict rules about it, then you're not going to feel that guilt when you do kind of stray from that. And also... If you're allowing yourself to have that flexibility in your day-to-day lifestyle, then you're not going to feel the need to have a big cheat day. You're not going to feel the need to slip up Mm -hmm. once and then go all in and start this, like, binge and restrict cycle. Like, it it really can be dangerous. I think it always surprises people if, you know, asking for advice about how to help with, you know, binging and restricting. When the answer is... To listen to your to cravings To listen to your sometimes. body and to lean in a little bit sometimes. Right. And to allow yourself to eat those foods rather than to... I think the, the immediate coping mechanism is just get stricter and stricter and stricter. Right. And that is just forcing yourself further into that habit. Right. If you tell yourself that you can absolutely never have something again, but it's something that you love and that your body craves sometimes...
1: You're going to want it way more. Inevitably,
0: at some point, you're going to give in and you're going to have it, but you're not going to be able to just have one. You're going to have to have all of it Mm -hmm. and it's going to backfire. Whereas, it's never about fully cutting anything out of your life. Ever. Ever. Unless it's like... I mean, like drugs or something, you know, like unless it's like something (laughs) super extreme. Unless it's it's, like a life-threatening allergy. (laughs) Right. Unless it's something super extreme. It's never about fully cutting something out of your life. The more that you start to replace things with more nutritious foods, the more that you make that your lifestyle, you're going to have cravings for the junkier foods way less often. Mm -hmm. And you're like not even going to want those things much. But when you do have a chocolate craving or a sweet craving or something, find a way that that satisfies that, that can maybe like still feel nutritious for you or just satisfy it the way that you want to in that moment. Because if you don't, then it's all going to pile up and it's going to come later all at once. So that's the you know, everyone talks about like 80-20, finding balance. If you're eating healthy, staying on track, I hate that term, but if you're staying on track, you're eating... Your fruits, you're eating your vegetables, you're hitting your protein, like you're cooking for yourself, you're doing well, feeling good with it. 80-ish percent of the time, you're good to 20% of the time. If you wanna eat a little bit less healthy, you wanna like get a brownie. I don't I don't know. I'm like making this up. If you wanna like eat quote unquote bad foods, if you have a craving for something. You can keep That's that totally balance okay. as eight, long as long as you're like keeping the balance and it's in moderation. You know? People people like to say the 80-20 rule because the whole idea... That's not a strict number. It's just an for, idea. It's an idea. The whole idea of that is just that you're keeping balance in your everyday life where you're eating very nourishing, healthy foods the majority of the time. But you're giving self that flexibility, whether it's 20% mm-hmm. or 10% or whatever. No that one's that 20% actually... is like mentally nourishing. Yeah. No, right. No one's counting. Like that twenty percent would be tonight. We're having like a family dinner, steak. My potatoes, mom's steak, apple potatoes, pie. apple pie, and ice cream. Right. Like, yeah, it's gonna taste good. But also, what comes with that is like we're all hanging out, having family dinner. Right. And to live that balanced life and to get a lot more things out of life, you can't be a hundred percent and nothing else. You have to have a little bit of flexibility. So that's why people like. Eighty twenty 20 because guess what if you didn't do 80-20 and you tried to be 100 100 100 then all of a sudden one day you're gonna hit zero and you're gonna be zero percent healthy and you're not gonna be able to bring yourself back up so by keeping a balance throughout your day-to-day life it's way less likely that you're ever gonna have like a super duper like cheat binge sort of situation you're not you're never right. gonna hit that right and that's the super whole- low That's, it goes back, it all comes back, it's the same thing applied in different ways. If you allow yourself to be a little bit more flexible proactively, you're not gonna hit that point where it's all or nothing. So what about literally everything else in life? The burnout can be real. Oh, it can be so real? School, work. Trying to balance everything is when you're like, holy shit, that's a, that's a lot. Something that has really been on my mind recently is that like existing as an adult <laughs> or a functioning person is already something a full-time been... <laughs> job in itself something that's been on my mind recently is like existing <laughs> that's just tough literally because there's like, just so much there is so much that goes into just being a basic it's so functioning complex human being like on top of like f- feeding and <laughs> watering, <laughs> like <laughs> hydrating, like, like you just have to be eating. You have eating, like, like sh- you have doing laundry. I'm yeah, sorry, you have all that these basic needs. Doing laundry, keeping your house clean, but then to survive, like you need to have a job. You need to be making money, and then why you need to have like health insurance and car insurance and God, you need to get a car and you need to <laughs> uh, like hey Caroline, let's reel it in. Um, and you need to what else was I thinking? Like taxes. God, we like, don't have we don't. We don't need a car. We live in a city. We don't need a car, right? But I'm talking about like the general effort that goes into just being Existing. A human being. Is Holy already shit, a that's lot. a lot. And then we all put so much other stuff on our plates. Right. which is necessary because like you you need to learn stuff and be educated. You need to have a job to make money, and then you want to have hobbies and passions mm-hmm. because that's going to be that's fulfilling what that's the spice in life. But it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And so it makes sense that we get burnt out in all aspects of life. Just because I, this is what sometimes gets me. It's because subliminally you're, you're doing a lot, right? And sometimes you don't even realize it because the life stuff that you just talked about, like you don't think about that as like things that you have to do, right? Like you think of that as, oh, that's just the baseline. baseline, And it's like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to Go see my friends. That's the extras. Those are the bonuses. Those are the little add-on features of life. You still got to be doing all the other this stuff that like keeps it going, right? I'm surprised that we're all doing as well as we are doing given the circumstances. Given the circumstances of what it takes to be a functioning human, like we are we are all killing it. Guys, pat yourself on the back right now. Look Honestly, yourself in the mirror like, up and do down. You a lot. You work damn you hard go, and you do a girl. lot every day just to to be who you are and to keep yourself going and then to keep yourself happy and fulfilled and educated Oof. and productive right. on top of that. It's a lot. You're doing a lot. And, and it's so worth it. You... It's worth it. But it's a lot regardless. So and how so do you figure that one out? You have to know when you feel things becoming too much and before you hit that breaking point and before they what actually do we say? become too much. Be proactive. Be proactive. Be proactive you need to take a step back and take a break before you physically need one. That's something that I struggle with a lot, though, is forcing myself to take a break with things before I reach a breaking point. Sometimes, sometimes. Because sometimes a lot of the times the moment, it's stuff that I want to keep doing. Right. It's stuff that you really care about and you want to keep doing. And you feel like you could do it in that moment, mm-hmm. but then the next day you might not be able to get mm-hmm. up and do it again, right? Always think about, like yes i can girl really get push through and do girl this now. get it's up like, it's like if you wake up at 6 a.m in a day and then you work hard all day and then you work late into the night pulling it all night or doing work and you're like maybe you, you might in the moment you might feel okay maybe you can get yourself through that in the moment you're not going to be able to get yourself out of bed and function the whole tomorrow right because you just girl you just did two full days in one right like things are going to impact you after so it's about being proactive <laughs> <laughs> And taking those breaks to avoid burnout before it happens. So what do we take from this episode? We took be proactive. We took act before it happens. And once again, be proactive. (laughs) And you know what else? You need to take the steps to prevent this shit. Be Be proactive. proactive. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. When you have big goals and a busy schedule, like all Girls with Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. Welcome to (laughs) The the Double double Take. take. Question one. Hey, I love the podcast and was wondering if you could talk about feeling lost during your fitness journeys. I felt on top of it and thought I was making a lot of progress, but then I got overwhelmed because I'm still not where I want to be. Sometimes I just feel like what I'm doing isn't working anymore and I feel stuck. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about this feeling. First of all, thank you for saying you love the podcast because we love you and we love making this for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I honestly can relate to this a lot. I think a captain and I both have felt like physically at a plateau for a while. Yeah, now. would you agree? Oh, but but then sometimes I like catch a glimpse and I'm like, oh, my shoulders didn't look like that six months ago. That's right It's kind of fun. Yeah, but in the moment I'm like nothing's changing. <laughs> Sometimes it's, sometimes it's easy to trick yourself into thinking that you're not making any progress because you see yourself every day. Your body fluctuates every day due to flu- being bloated or not bloated, being a little I have been violently bloated or- and <laughs> violently pale recently, and let me just tell you, that'll, tell that'll you mess plenty. with your head. Yeah. So sometimes, just because you're literally looking at yourself every day, you might not think you're making progress. That's why it can be cool to take progress pictures so that you can see over time the actual difference you're making. But sometimes you might actually be at a plateau where I feel like I actually have been kind of at a plateau for right for like a, a but while but that was now. physically well, I was at a plateau, but I don't think I could have right because of like I was so busy with other things. I the, my, you weren't in the place. I wasn't to in the place to like change. continue to push myself harder and harder and harder. And I was just kind of like using using the gym for an example as the, in this. I was using it as like a sense of stability. And because of that, I wasn't in the position to continue to push myself or take like physique type goals, you know? Right. So something that is super important is progressive overload when you're weightlifting, which means that over time you are lifting heavier, or you're lifting more reps or you're decreasing rest, rest time. time something over time that makes it more challenging and challenges your body because nothing changes if nothing changes if you're not Retweet. if you're not adding a little like as your body adapts and it gets stronger if you're not then changing what you're doing to make it just a little bit more challenging for you then you can't expect your body to make changes because you're telling it, you know, y- you are you are doing everything I need you to do exactly as you are right now. Versus if you got to a point where you were comfortable lifting a certain weight and then you added a couple pounds to it or you added a couple reps to it, you're telling your body, hey, I want to get a little stronger. Hey, I want to do this. You, you know what I'm saying? So that's why progressive overload mm, yeah, is important. Yeah, I know really what you're important. saying. If maybe you're in a position where you have been trying to lose fat and you've been in a calorie deficit and you've been there for a really long time, maybe you're experiencing some metabolic adaptation, which means that your metabolism has adapted to that lower set calorie point that you've been giving it. At that point, look into reverse dieting and taking a period of time to bring your calories back up and to um, help your metabolism adapt so that you know, you can be effective again. There's so much in episode number five that could be of help to you because obviously your personal, like, how you how you go about this depends so much on where you're at personally and stuff that we don't know right about you from just one little DM. But episode five, I'm telling you. Yes. If maybe you're just feeling kind of burnt out or lost with your routine – Maybe switch up your routine. Try something a little bit new. Maybe you're just feeling burnt out that way and, you know, you need to, to change it up a little bit. I'd love if you touched on injuries and setbacks from goals in the double-take. It's kind of having a mental toll on me right now. I I think I might have more to say to this mm-hmm. about in Catherine because I feel like I've experienced more minor injuries in the past Recently. few years. But over the summer... I was experiencing an injury with my hip where it was, like, on and off hip pain, but it was really preventing me from doing a lot of things. You know, I really wanted to run a lot over the summer and build my endurance back up with running, and I was so excited about it mentally, but physically, I just couldn't do it because of my hip, and so I understand how frustrating that is when you, like, are so mentally ready and wanting to do something, and it's setting you back, and honestly. I don't really have, like, the perfect answer for it because I don't think there's anything that's going to make it not frustrating. But if if you can find some sort of movement that you can still do with whatever injury that you have mm-hmm. that is going to kind of fill that space in your yeah. life um, – help you mentally and physically you were spinning a lot during your yeah then do that you know when I was having that problem I found that I could still spin I could still do some lower body lifting that that wouldn't hurt it I could still do upper body upper body right so there are ways to work around usually whatever your injury is give you and a little like moving quick fix <laughs> yeah so I would definitely experiment and try to find the things that you can do also, like we said before, sometimes if you are being forced to take a rest period and you don't have a choice, then there's really no use in fighting it because you're you're not going to get that long period of rest really ever again. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like if it's being given to you, sometimes just lean into it. Let yourself rest and come back. But I mean, I would say to, to try to find the workouts and the movement and the activities that you can still do to work around your injury. As you heal it, because the most important thing is healing that injury. If you'll be back and better than ever if you do it right. If you let it heal. If you try to jump back in too fast, you'll just re-injure yourself and prolong it, which is never what we want. So definitely prioritize recovering and the actual injury itself. How do you ease seasonal depression and the burnout that comes with it? Girl, let me tell you. Last year's seasonal depression... I would take walk- I would bundle up and just take long ass walks and get some fresh air. Yeah, I can definitely relate with this seasonal depression when the winter gets cold in New England. It definitely takes a toll on me because, you know, you're getting less sunshine. The world's just a little bit uncomfortable because the you're The world's cold a little bit less saturated. Life is just a little more uncomfortable because you're cold right and that's actually something that I'm trying to focus on a lot this winter is to not let that get to me because historically you know what I've found, let it though? really take a toll on me I found so living in Boston throughout the winter last year you know the cold's not stopping anyone like everyone's out and about like you have to walk everywhere be outside just bundle up wear a couple extra layers seasonal depression didn't hit as hard as it has for me in the past, when you've just been when you at just home. like can't yeah. when going outside is not really an option. Does that yeah. make sense? C- I don't know. So try to stay doing, stay things doing that you things. usually do, and then lean in like when you aren't doing. Lean things. into like, the lean things into, that maybe you can't do during the summer, like lean into the cozy vibe, baking. That's something that I would only ever really think about doing in the winter because it's cozy and like lean into it. So try to, try to keep yourself doing as much as you can, you know, still living your life. Don't let the cold weather stop your life. Maybe do activities that you can only do or you would only want to do in in the colder climate. You know, if you like to go sne- skiing, um, build a snowman, ice skate, you know, the activities that you can only do in that time to take advantage of them. And then, you know, sometimes with the lack of summer you feel a little bit like less like yourself, a little bit crusty. Dare I say, a little bit uglier. So self tanning. Okay. See, here's the thing. I don't. I enjoy I haven't it been self tanning. It self-tanning. gives me a boost of confidence. It gives yeah, me I feel confidence. that. It makes I feel me still that. Feel still feel I haven't been self tanning. Tan. I've kind of been leaning into the paleness, and I'm kind of into it. Besides the fact that I I'm not, <laughs> but like, I don't really like the look of self tan on me. It does. Let me just tell you, it gives you the confidence boost. Like, you feel unstoppable. However, I just don't don't like it. I love myself, like, with a natural summer glow because I think that's what I like about the summer, like, color. It's more glowy and, I don't know, it just looks, like, natural and fitting. I personally don't feel that way about self-tan for myself. So, I haven't been self-tanning and I don't mind it. Yeah. I honestly don't mind it. Keeping my skin, like, glowy Mm -hmm. and moisturized it's and more about dry. the glow in like really the hydration makes feel the best too and like
1: it's yeah
0: your inner beauty right but I've, I've been through. really prioritizing skincare moisturizing my body and tanning like once a week to to keep up a little glow and moisture about me and i think that helps because the last thing you want is to like feel bad during that time you know like physically not feel good or like yourself yeah all right, guys. That is going to be all for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next Monday. We'll be back next Monday. We will miss... You guys will miss you. Bye. Bye. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music?